Hey. Yes. What? What do you think about <laughs> online shopping? I think it's a savior. I love it too. You know why? I'm antisocial and I don't like to go out. You don't, I don't have like to, to walk. see people. I don't like to people. You don't, have to I don't talk like to humans. Weather. I don't like sometimes things make me gag like at just bad marketing can like make me so upset I need me to too. go home immediately. Me too. I'm not kidding. Like the whole mall experience, I am over that. Well, guess what? What? <laughs> if you want to buy a friend or a loved one I or a, a stoner gift, I would recommend going to dankgeek.com. Do you know why? Why? Because they have an amazing selection of bongs and now vaporizers. And then the other cool thing is they have partnered with a company called Sezzle. And you can make payments on your amazing gifts that you want to buy your loved ones yeah. for this holiday season. It's kind of cool. Well, that is very convenient. Yeah, it is. And they're our favorite people on the planet. We love Dinky Dave. He sends us cool stuff all the time. They have a I like selection. some people more. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, I have kids and I'm married to you. I am talking about online retailers only. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, if you want to go, if you have something in mind and you want to buy your friend or loved one who is a stoner, an amazing gift, head over to dankgeek.com and They're check the out their selection. They are the best. We love them. We love them. Check it out. Dankgeek.com. Bye. Okay, anyway. Put, put your hand in the box. Okay. <laughs> I hold it your neck, the gum jabon. That's from Dune, man. He puts his hand in the pain box. Oh, yes. Isn't his mother waiting outside? Yeah. Honey, I read that part. I know. And it's the test, like, are you an animal or are you a human? Because if you're an animal, you're going to withdraw your hand because your impulses are so strong that you can't control your emotions. But if you're a... Human, you'll leave your hand in the box and just deal, deal with it. And this is why sen- centuries of dorky martial artists fans have loved Dune? I don't know. I think so. Is that why? We love to hurt ourselves. Put your hand in the box. He goes, what's in the box? Pain. (laughs) Gwyneth Paltrow's head. He feels his hand on fire. And like she's like the same things like, you feel your flesh crispy. Isn't it his mom saying that shit? No, it's it's the... uh, Reverend Gaim Helen Bohinum, I don't know. She's a uh, reverend mother. Anyway, hi. What's up, podcast <laughs> listeners? You're listening to Mom and Dad Are Stoned, a podcast for people that like Dune but yeah. have never even read it. I'm the Stoner Mom from thestonermom.com, and I'm joined by my awesome co host and husband, Blavid. That's me. Hi. His name on his birth certificate says Blavid. <laughs> I wish. I could get it to say that. We are parents to four and legal cannabis users in the great state of Colorado. Yeah. Um. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. We've been talking for a long ass time <laughs> yeah. already. <laughs> yeah, we have. Um, on, on our pre-roll show. On our pre-roll show. Have you guys listened to our pre-roll show? First of all, we argue. <laughs> yep. uh, we talk about naughty things. And David tries to get me to stop speaking. We yeah. talk about our full-on normal personal life. Yeah. We talk, th- This week, we talked about our business a bunch. Yeah. 
Um, and Christmas. <laughs> and also Christmas. Oh, and I went on some very long, boring tirade about I don't even know what. Margaret Feminism? <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so. And I have to apologize to all women yes. in the world. Well, no, that's only if you want to watch Alias Grace with me. Oh, okay. Which it sounds like you don't. Well, so how do I apologize to everybody in the world? First of all, what am I apologizing for? I don't remember. Okay. I think it was for asking questions, talking too about much it. about Jasper's sex scene with that lady. Uh, oh yeah, that's what it yeah, That's what it was. Because I was like, yeah, I don't want to watch that anyway. Um, but that's okay. But that was on. Okay, I do. I will watch it. Welcome. Welcome. That's on. Okay, so Patreon, we did that. And if you want to hear us ramble on about nonsensical things for, for thirty minutes. Go to patreon.com forward slash M-A-D-A-S, Madas. I did a lot of coughing. Yeah, you did. This week. Um, and to hear that exclusive behind the scenes thing, you have to pledge $5 or more. Um, That's pretty steep, buddy. Yeah, well, tell that to the people who do it. Oh, me? No. <laughs> well, you do it too. It's <laughs> other podcasts, but we have Slayers. And I guess we do. And they're in the Slayers den. And they love it. Okay? Yeah. So and you um, know what? What I love them. I love them too. Um, you want me to name their names? No, I want to name. Okay, their names do because it. I have a prettier voice. Yeah, you do. And a prettier face. I'm in a feisty mood today. Yeah, a feisty one. Do we have any newbies? Nope. Um, our slayers are from all around the world. Okay, and there's many of them, and only some of them desire shoutouts. Yeah. Welcome, Katie. Catherine, Catherine, hi mom, Chad and Derry, Amy, Jacqueline, Joe. I know who Jacqueline is now because she follows me on Instagram. So now I can think of a name. Uh, did I say Jody already? Jody's our fucking alpha slayer. She'll slay all of you. Um, <laughs> Texas Mama Meg. <laughs> She'll slay all of you. Texas Mama Meg was just in Colorado, yeah, and she was. I saw her pictures, and it looked great. And her family is like so happy and normal looking. Yeah, isn't that so nice? She actually messaged um, me on Patreon uh, but- that she was up there, and only two hours from Denver. But she ended up. Well, I can't. I guess I don't want to tell you what she said because I don't know if she wants everybody to know. Yeah. So anyway, the end. Let's fight in this episode. I don't want to fight. Nobody likes that. Megan, you're another slayer. And, of course, Beth Ann. What's up? All of you, thank you guys for your support. We love our slayers. And um, if you want to join the exclusive ranks. Illustrious. And exclusive and illustrious ranks. Um, and have all sorts of special powers bequeathed to you. Yeah. Uh, become a part of our Slayer's Den by going to patreon.com forward slash Madaz. M-A-D-A-S. Make a pledge. Listen to our pre-roll show or not. Bye. That's it. All right. So uh, what are you smoking on today with that hot water in your hot water Something's wrong with my purple bong. I haven't used it in several days. I replaced its water. Okay. I rinsed out its down stem a little bit. I used a completely fresh and clean bowl. And somehow every single time I pull on it, it's creating poison gas. You know what I'm thinking? What? I think it might have too much water in it. Yeah. I'm going to go dump out some water and see if that helps. Okay. Bye. Bye. I'm not going to just dump it out on my lap. Or, or you could dump in that plant right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm smoking some homegrown 
Gorilla Glue. How is it? It's fucking me up. It will fuck you up too. Uh, Gorilla Glue is a fantastic strain, first of all. It's such a good strain for like legit stoners. Um, And yeah, I don't. How long has it cured, baby? Uh, just this, a little over two weeks. This, this is the greenhouse. This weed. is made from the glorious out- outdoor uh, sunlight from beautiful Colorado. But I got to tell you, you know, it took forever to, oh to God, grow this guys. weed. And I don't know why. I don't know. Because Colorado is bizarre and has yeah. Denver is bizarre and has so much sun. And and just like the most even temperate temperature. Like, what the fuck? I don't know. But whatever happened, like these plants got super tall, like some of them were taller yes. than me, but they didn't. Like, they never really, like, got to the end. I mean, like, I had to finally, like, stress them out to make them, like, really produce. And even that. And even that. I mean, like, they were they were okay. I mean, like, they weren't big yields at all. And I don't know whether it's because, you know, they were outside and they weren't in direct sunlight. Or I don't know what well, it is. let's compare it to previous outdoor grows. I mean, have they ever been? They're never massive. Because you always just let them be. Well, I'll right, tell you, I yeah, I, I don't really put a lot of effort into it, right. but I will tell you this: I did these in cocoa this year outdoor, and I think that's, I think that's only going to be an indoor thing for me because, I mean, granted, they were fine, and maybe they, they were confused, maybe. But like, you know, why am I outside and I don't have any fucking dirt? Yeah, I guess I live in space. Yeah, because I'm a plant and I don't know things. I don't know, <laughs> but I think next year I'm going to do soil outside. <laughs> Because, you know, that's okay. Bugs, everything. I don't give a shit. So, um, not outside, no. In the greenhouse. The yeah. greenhouse, per, I mean, like, they're that they were pretty bug free in there. I mean, I would. Well, I, whatever. Say what you want. I like this Gorilla Glue. The first night I smoked it, I got so stoned yeah, and did. I was live seshing and I was just like, damn. Damn. Um, so, anyway, that's what I'm smoking on today. Nice. You also gave me a bunch of platinum Girl Scout cookies. Girl Scout cookies. Have you tried that yet? I did only on that one day during that live sesh also. Did you I like had, it? I did, but I haven't smoked it since. So I have a bunch of that. So anyway, I'm happy he didn't have to go to the dispensary this week or every two weeks, but however often you go. Um plus there's a ton of weed downstairs. Yeah, and these strains are great for me. Our last huge harvest that was so Plentiful. Plentiful and just had incredibly bomb ass buds. Those were all indica strains, which yeah. sucked. So I literally still have gobs and gobs of critical mass and northern lights. Um, and you know what else? Since I've been storing them super responsibly because all of these companies gave me their awesome products. Yeah. That weed that is so old yeah. is in tip top condition that's awesome like the day you fucking picked it i'm not kidding um that's great those just put using a humidity pack in any capacity seriously fucking helps wow that's good to know yeah well there you go there you go check out sea vault also yeah (laughs) but really i mean if you i mean yes check out sea vault but i'm saying just using a humidity pack in general yeah um Will really help out your weed. That's amazing. You just toss it in there. Yeah, and if you don't want to do any like do any thinking, then you get like a sea vault or whatever. But even the um, stash guard sneak containers, guard. sneak guard that are so big um, that I absolutely adore. Those also have um, humidity things, and and those have been keeping my weed super fresh. But you know what? I'll say less fresh than the sea vault, probably because it's so big. Yeah, and the sea vaults are nice and compact. Yeah. 
Um, so anyway, there you go. Just muttering about storage. Let's talk about media time. What Hi. You, what have you been mediaing this week? Um, David, okay. The okay. second season of The Crown came out. Yes. They dropped it like last Friday, I think. I yeah, they dropped it on Friday. It's fucking Monday. I finished them on Saturday. Damn. So I finished them on Saturday. There's not that many. And also, so you can imagine I didn't get very much done. Yeah, but that's okay. This weekend. But I did watch a lot of The Crown. You liked it. I love it so much. It's a great show. It is just, I just love it so much. I love it too. It's so excellent. So... Tommy Lassels, is that his name? I don't know his last name. I think it's la- it's something that sounds like that, so that's what I'm going to fucking call him. He is my favorite character. Out of all of them, what position did he hold? He was like the, I don't know what the, it's called, but he was like the head Private secretary, secretary yeah. of the Sovereign. So for, I mean, I feel like he served under her grandfather as well, not yeah. just her father. That's what he says. He says three generations. Yeah, so he served under her grandfather, under her dad the king apparently not under the nazi king because he or do you think maybe that's what he meant by three because no okay because he because he did serve uh elizabeth all last season yeah. remember and then yep. they, they got rid of him yeah I mean, they forced him into retirement i feel like yeah but <laughs> that didn't work for you did it no because you're always going I back guess to you Tommy. need those old ass people with their fucking endless amounts of knowledge and wisdom yep and protocol <sighs> Anyway, so yeah, he's amazing. Okay, so that's what I will say about The Crown. The Crown has taught me to respect my elders, yeah. finally. Yes. And not think of them as horrible dinosaurs that are trying to keep society backwards and racist. Right. Okay. <laughs> and instead respect them right. for the immense amounts of just living experience. And even if you're a fucking racist, if you're an 80-year-old one, damn, you have a, you've seen a lot of shit. Right? Tommy doesn't look like he's... No, I'm completely not talking about Tommy. No, I know, but that... I mean, like, I wonder how old he's supposed to be on the show, because he doesn't look that old. Honey, when they went had that flashback scene... Yeah. ...in the Nazi episode... And I was like, okay, his ass looks exactly the same. You did not make him look younger yeah. <laughs> at didn't, all. Didn't even try. <laughs> I mean, I think he's got the side gray hair that he didn't have when he was younger. Um. So if I was a man, I would like to be him... I would like a room filled with miniature battle scenes where I painstakingly recreate famous setups. That's what he was doing. Oh, my God. I would do that all. Can I please do that when I'm old? Mm-hmm. Please. I thought you were going to do it with calico critters in the basement. Right? Oh, my God. I'd totally do that. <laughs> I just like his because they're so tiny. I know. They're cool. So anyway, you love that show. This one, this this season, I haven't seen all of it. I've been trying to catch and they up. They hit it out of the fucking park with this Man. season. So they're doing. They concentrate a lot on Margaret, Princess Margaret, and her fucked up, horrible, tragic, horrible love life that extends throughout her entire fucking existence, and it's the worst. It's the worst. It's so sad, and it's totally true, and it just makes you feel. So bad. So basically, like, in the beginning of Queen Elizabeth's reign, like, there was so much bullshit regarding fucking divorce and being allowed because, you know, the sovereign of England is also the head of the Church of England. That's right. And so, 
yeah, it's just super old timey and it's like Catholicism where you need to fucking like, you know, go to a lawyer. Who, no, not even a lawyer. You have to like go suck the fucking Pope's dick or something Take to be the, forgiven yeah. for getting a divorce from a guy that beat your ass in front of your kids. Like it's the worst. I OK. Yes, obviously, I hate organized religion. It's clearly coming out right now, but it's just as they said in that episode, it's unkind is what it is yeah. to treat people that way. Um, so anyway, and what's really tragic to me about it is that Margaret's whole life is ruined because of this whole stigma against divorce of yeah. all things. <clears throat> yeah. And now we are in 2017. The bitch is still alive, Elizabeth. And like, none of it matters anymore. None of it. Nobody gives two shits about your divorce or whatever. And so... All these people like suffered for nothing. It's so sad. So anyway, now Prince Harry's fucking marrying a brown American and we love that. And yes, things it's just crazy. Things changed so much in her lifetime. Just the things you get shit for. Yeah, all the time. All the time. Anyway. Well, anyway, it's good. Hey, all my divorced people out there. I love you. Okay. Get it. Get that divorce. You get that fucking divorce and you don't feel bad about it. Okay. Yeah, don't listen to it. Ugh. But you know what? So far- Chain myself to some abusive motherfucker for my whole life for some invisible being. Fuck that. Okay. Exactly. <sighs> Fuck that. Um, I'm sorry this episode is like this. It's okay. I like it. Um, I liked the Nazi episode. Okay, the best episode is the Nazi episode. Well, it's one of the best. I mean... No, it's clearly the best episode of the season. Because they take that fucking king who... uh, David. Yeah. Not Blavid. Not (laughs) Blavid. Who uh, advocated his throne so he could marry a Nazi white lady from America... And when he, he's the last American, Meghan Markle has to live up to Wallace's fucking <laughs> legacy. Well, so as long as she doesn't go, you know, meet with fucking uh, Kim Jong, whatever the flock, yeah, she'll and she'll be doing it just fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, but I love that because he's like, you know, they put him up to be like this king without a crap uh, country, country to rule, and you know, oh, poor him. And then, um, and we knew. And you do feel sorry for him at times. You do. Um, but he, because he chose this Wallace lady and he's just kind of like a man of leisure. <sighs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm re recording. The Barbie uh, Dream House came. The so Barbie Dream House arrived from Toys R Us. So Catherine there. ran off. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're back now. Okay, so anyway, what we were saying was. Um, so the guy, you know, yes, you felt kind of bad for him, and you know he, he lives in, in exile. And we we knew that there was this Nazi thing because we'd seen pictures. I uh, yes, oh yes. But um, they full on went there, which oh, was awesome. God. Netflix full on went there. Well, what's it? Peter Morgan. He's the guy that he wrote The there. Crown I loved and The it. Queen. And yeah, he has like this royal advisor that he check that does all the fact checking and mm-hmm. stuff. Um. It's amazing. So anyway, this motherfucker, believe it. I mean, David. Not me. King. What did? What did? What was his fucking name? I don't know. Who cares? Whatever. He, the guy that abdicated for an American, right? Abdicated the the British throne. Um, fucking in his after his abdication goes to Germany with Wallace, the American. Fucking checks out early 
iterations of concentration camps. Fucking checks out the SS. Says what's up. Yep, looks great. They look awesome. Good job assembling the this team. Okay. Um, he fucking stands around with Hitler and fucking grins and shit. And then he fucking betrays his country in multiple ways. He plots to overthrow Elizabeth's father, take the throne for himself, which he already abdicated in return for German forces being allowed to run amok all around Europe. Um, then he fucking gave Germany um, intelligence, British intelligence that helped them take Paris. And then worst of all, he told the Germans, the German government that um, the British people were going to succumb to continued bombings of all of their major cities. If they would just continue that they will eventually uh, weaken. And so he was legit telling like, them, go blow up continue my blowing up the people yeah. where I'm from, yeah. where I was born, who I'm was Ruling. supposed to rule, right, right. who I want to rule again. Um, yeah, you do that. So and then you can. Have oh, my it. God. So this whole episode <clears throat> is like about Elizabeth learning this horrible awful disgusting secret and just how oh and in the very beginning like it flashes back to the king her father and he's like our people will rightfully never forgive us for this and it's so yucky and vile and at the end of the episode she fucking throws out this motherfucker and is like you are only allowed to be here at the pleasure of the sovereign and you no longer have that that's right bye bye never fucking set foot in this country ever again and then they fucking close out the show by showing all of the real ass pictures of of the real ass man with Hitler and his girl And it's so gross Gross. and disgusting. And it's like the best TV ever. So good. It's a history lesson. It's so good. It's a fictionalized history lesson. It's the best. They did an excellent job. I fucking worship Peter Morgan. Good job. Such a good show. Excellent. And the whole time he's trying to get a job because he's bored. Yeah, because he's fucking bored. And so he wants to be an ambassador for Britain. Are you fucking... Fuck you. Yeah, he goes to Elizabeth like, fucking Nazi. He has the three options that I came up with. And she's like, oh, okay, let me look into it. And then she goes to Tommy to say, what do you think? And he's like. My favorite character in the whole show. He's like, well, I think he, uh, he's a Nazi. And he fucking wiggles his mustache and wiggles his fingers yeah. and tells her he just drops some truth bombs on her. I love him so much. I love him, too, because he kept that shit secret forever. And then yeah. finally when Elizabeth found out, he was like. He fucking was, he was Winston telling, Churchill kept this yeah, secret. He was telling her in a polite way without like saying like that dirty motherfucker. He's like used his politeness, you know. Yeah. They never have to say. They never. Horrible, vile things. Never. Ever. They just okay, wiggle their so fingers. So now we're going to talk about fucking Margaret, <laughs> okay. who is also exemplifies everything that we love. Right. Because she's. um, That's a dog. That's not <laughs> Margaret. That's a walrus. Because because she's basically Lana Del Rey's persona in um, (laughs) this show. And so we fucking love Margaret. She has a horrible, miserable love life that's completely tragic. She's an alcoholic. (laughs) She is smoking 
24-7. Yeah. I've never seen. And you know what? I was really watching this actress. She's blowing cigarette smoke out of her nostrils. Like, this woman is smoking. Yeah. Okay, this isn't some California, like, L.A. Hollywood set where people are, like, clearly pretending to smoke. The, she's smoking. This, this bitch is smoking. They're and, all smoking. And she's crooning or listening to her crooning music. She's having stumbling. a meltdown in her makeup and nightgown and robe and stumbling and awesome it's the best i it's she's listening to something who some kind of ella fitzgerald or billy like, holiday or something yeah, one, some of those. yeah and she's like stumbling around and knocking shit down and like having fits we love it <laughs> i do love it it's, i think it's awesome it's the best and then when she is in a good mood she's listening to her music and she's just having a good time too okay but, but she listens this to it one, crazy loud this one dude <laughs> offends her Right. Yeah. And she like lays down the most vicious um, insult that I've ever seen a woman give a man. It was just the best. Like she did such a good job. She sticks her face in his face and is like, you have quite a way with women. Mm -hmm. Look at this face. A picture of disgust and disappointment. (laughs) This is the face you'll see. Every woman will give you for the rest of your life. Uh, Yeah. Because you fucked it up with a princess. Yeah. So, yeah. Go be with those lovely ladies that you love so much. Who will all fucking look at you like this? Because you're a loser and no woman will ever want you. Loser. Lana Del Rey. Okay. I love Margaret. Okay, can we stop talking about the crown? I'm sorry, you guys. We we can be done talking about the crown. Really quick, I also, by myself, independently, independently watched all of Alias Grace. And it's really good. And I liked it. So go watch it. Bye. Wait, that's all you're going to say? You have to say a little bit more about it. Ilias Grace is another Netflix original. I was reading a lot about it before it popped out, came out because um, it's taken years and years and years for this adaptation to be, come to fruition, much like The Handmaid's Tale. Now, Ilias Grace is a novel, another novel by Margaret Atwood, who wrote A Handmaid's Tale or The Handmaid's Tale, whatever it was fucking called. And um, all of her stuff is excellent. All of her books are really awesome and like required women, uh, women's studies reading and um alias grace is like a fictionalized telling of a real uh canadian case that's kind of famous i guess it's canadian famous so excuse me if i don't you know so one of the it's like our lizzie borden so like same time period um you know when women are like in a super like low position or like even in a high position are just incredibly vulnerable and have like zero rights like at all. Um, And so a lot of her books basically touch on that. And so um, she takes this real case and uses that as the jumping off point for, you know, all of these different observations about women. Um, And it's so good. And yeah, Netflix made a televised version of it. And it's starring and was like, I think produced by or written by um, Sarah somebody. And I call her Sarah Polly because she was the fucking star of a fucking Canadian show that I loved the shit out of when I was 10 and 11 and 12. And it was called The Road to Avonlea. Um, I think they played it on the Disney Channel um, and they played it like at night because it was more of a like grown up show. I guess, but it was like by the same people. I don't know if this is like the Granada people or what that made all of the 
and of Green Gables things that I know some of you bitches have completely watched um, because we all loved Anne of Green Gables and read Anne of Green Gables and watched the show with Megan Follows or whatever her name was. And she was like the cutest redheaded girl. Anyway, this one series wrote to Evanly was like um, based off of Montgomery's other books um, about other other bitches <laughs> in Nova Scotia. Okay. Nova Scotia. <laughs> Honey. They were so good. This is like classic little girl stuff. And so like all of these things are just so idealized in my mind. And just the fact that that woman, that actress, because she was just this beautiful blonde girl with like the biggest mane of blonde hair and sweet and darling. And um, oh, you know what? She was also she starred in The Little Princess when that remember that adaptation um, that came out in my childhood. She was probably also in the Secret Garden. Oh, okay. She wasn't in. The, she was in one of those. Okay. Anyway, I love her. And she made this. Now she's show. a grown-up woman, and she made and stars in Alias Grace as fucking Grace Marks, which is the person who is, uh, in that real ass murder case. Yeah. So point is, if you liked any of those shows as a little girl. Or gay boy, because I can't imagine watching that show under any other circumstances. Um, unless you're my, my mom. My mom also watched them with me. Okay. Um, you got to watch Alias Grace, Go man. Watch it. Go watch it on Netflix. This or, is the women's episode yeah, of Mom and Dad are Stoned. It's the women. It's just moms are stoned. Do you have any more women's media that you'd like to cover uh, this week? No. Women and women's first. Bookstorm, yes. (laughs) That's who we are right now. I'm going to put on a long fucking wig, and I'm going to be Fred Armisauce or whatever. And I'm Carrie. Yeah, and we'll be women. Bradshaw from Sex and the City. Yeah. Is her name, what's her name? Carrie what? It's not Bradshaw, is it? No, it's like Brownstein or something. So what are we talking about today? Well, first of all, I'd like to say okay. that for the end of 2017, yes, you and I really have not been scripting out or researching our episodes. We yeah, are we literally it. just sitting down and getting stoned and yakking about something. And I think that's okay. And I think that's okay, too. Well, there you go. <laughs> I just wanted to make that announcement. Well, I like that. So today we're going to get stoned. And we're going to talk about, that's my volcano bag, we're going to talk about video games. Yeah, we are. Not we, the song by Lana Del Rey. No. But, but we might sing that song periodically while we're talking about video games. My volcano bag is empty. Man, there's some weed right there in your violet Beauregard. Oh, what a nice name. That's from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh. I don't think she was a nice person. <laughs> Violet? Or do you mean Veruca? No, Veruca Salt was... Violet's the one that gets large. Yeah. Because she eats the stuff. Okay. Yeah. Veruca Salt. Yeah. (laughs) That's... That was a character, too. 
That's a band. And a band. From the 90s. Yeah. Named after Baruch Assault. Honey, one had dark hair. Right. The other had blonde hair. Okay. They had guitars and wore fishnets and dresses and dark red lipstick. And Christina Lapos and I. Yeah. Who was the same person that I acted out fucking B.C. Andrews novels with. Right. Where you would make sound effects. We were like, okay, we are going to be in a band and we're going to look just like Veruca Salt and be sexy like Veruca Salt, except our music won't suck. (laughs) Then you never did that. No. (laughs) We were like children. I'm eating an edible. Good for you. (laughs) Again. So let's talk about video games. Okay. Um, Because we both like video games in different ways. I fucking love video games. Yeah, and when my first experience with video games with you was when we got the Nintendo Wii U, <laughs> and I was like, "I'm so good at video games." Oh, well, I know you've been playing video games for a long time, but you're no match for me. And we put in Super Mario, and you're like, ring, 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 hopping everywhere, destroying me. I suck. You don't suck. And then I realized, okay, well, these younger people know <laughs> way more about video games than I ever thought I did. So, you know, since that time, you have clearly been the more video game person in our relationship than I am. I mean, you're the ninja. You're Excalibur, and I'm not. You know what I mean? Well. It's your brain is different. I play more games than you. It's true, but. But. Even when you didn't. Even I don't play very many games. Right, but you're really awesome. Because I'm a grown-up. Well, I know. And we have responsibility and time, but... <laughs> yeah, we that's always, the only reason. We always like to try to carve out a little time. The other thing is, like, I would have, like, every console, every system. I'd have a fucking computer. I'd have every game if um, I was a millionaire. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, me I would too. love the shit out of that. Like, if I had nothing but time, disposable time, I would play the shit out of video games. Well, there you go. They're great, you guys. And I just feel like grownups are like, um, well, I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of underestimating the um, the power of a video game. They are like immersive stories. It's as entertaining as watching a show, yeah. except you're doing part of it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. They're just really good. And, you know, that's I, all. You know, whenever I'm, now that I work at home with you, yeah, there'll be times when, you know, I'm working on something and I'll be editing a video for an hour or something and then I just need a break. And I'll take a break and I'll go play a quick game. That's exactly how I work. And then come on back. And then Every you know, weekend. you're refreshed and good. And, you know, it's not like you're – I used to have a thing with games where – and I can tell that story later. Actually, let's tell that story tell, later. Tell it now. Okay. Well, I, when I was younger, in my 20s and I lived in Arizona, like I had – like self-control issues. Can I? Okay. Let know? me just say something. You guys, David, B- excuse me, Blavid is a lot. He has a long history of weird OCD, yeah. uh, strange r- ritualistic and limiting, self-limiting behavior. Yes. Um, it's true. But, you know, he's that's kind of in his past. Yeah. Now I'm not like that so much anymore. But We're talking about when you're young and oh, you're God. just like a slave to whatever <clears throat> programming you had as a child and now you're forced as an adult to like work it all out and it's right. miserable for decades. But I'm not, yeah, back <laughs> when I was younger, I was not able to like, it wasn't like, it was very black or white. It was like, 
I have to make money and take care of myself. I can't yes. spend my time playing video games. Okay, so, so tell your story. So anyway, when I was in my 20s and the Nintendo 64? No. Which is the one that with Donkey Kong Country or Oh, y- yeah, but it could have Super been Super N- Mario 3 or Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo. Yes. And it came with Donkey Kong Country. Yes. Okay. So I bought that. Like, I was like a young man, and I was like, you know what? I'm single. I'm living in this apartment. I got my job. I got, you know. Tonight I'm single. Actually, I, I owned a clothing store, so I felt like. I yes. Could- yes. You heard that right. <laughs> okay. David, excuse me, Blavid owned a clothing store. I so I thought, hey, I'm a respectable young man. I got- like a fashionable clothing store. Uh, I did. I did. We sold Where like- rich people bought expensive pants. It's true. So Listen. So I was like, I'm going to go spend some money and get this video game thing. I love video games. Fuck I'm, yeah. I'm not an old man yet. Can I get some water while yeah. we're talking? So I went to Toys R Us or whatever it was back then. And then I got myself. Toys R Us? I think it was a Toys R Us. And then I got myself my Super Nintendo 64 with Donkey Kong Country. And I came home and it was like a Friday night and I plugged it in. And I fired it up, and I played that game, and I just nonstop. Like, I remember it was like, I don't know, 7 o'clock at night maybe. And then I remember looking at the clock, and then it's 11 o'clock. And then I looked at the clock again, and it's 1.30 in the morning. And then I looked at the clock again, it's 3.30 in the morning. I'm like, oh, my God. And I put it down, and I went to bed. And then I got up, and I went to work the next day. Um which wasn't far at from my house. At his clothing store. Yes. And I, at, at in lunch. In downtown Denver. At, in fucking no, Larimer no, Square? No. No, are you in Arizona? I was in Arizona. I'm sorry, excuse me. And I, I, Yes, he owned two <laughs> I, I drove home on my lunch break, played the game for two hours, and was like, oh my God. And then went back to work, came home, played it obsessively again that night. And then on day three, I had kept the pack. I keep packaging for everything that I buy. I don't know why. Um, so I, I keep the packaging on the item right. for as long, right? Like tags. It's stuff. true. It's true. So I pulled, I pulled the box out from underneath my wherever it was. I unplugged the console, wrapped it all back up, drove to the store, and returned it because I was like, I got to return this because I just felt like I didn't. I was going to play it and not have a life anymore because I had no self control. So I took that shit back. David was forced into adulthood. Young. At a young age, I was. and <laughs> and he had been really coddled by a loving mother. Yeah, I, did, I was. So it's kind of it's like you can't now. You, there, there's no one there to. Yeah, yeah but so. you still have like good values. Yeah, you're just a little confused about how far you need to go with them. So anyway, <laughs> so that's just one dumb story about my. But let's talk about some uh, other things. So, what's the first video game you remember playing? The very first one, and where were you? Okay, and how so, old were you? Do you think? I'm um, unfortunately I cannot. Okay, so the very first video game experience I ever had that I remember is being super little, and my dad brought home for like my brother and I um, some handheld game um, with a screen, and it was like for a view from the top. Okay. And I like looking back, it had to, I feel like it was maybe some sort of like early, I don't even know what. Could you play PDA or something? But you could pay different, play different games, but these games were not like Hmm. any memorable or not like a real game that people know. I feel like it was something you'd buy at like the first Circuit City and it's only available there and only has games there or something like that. It was just a real, and so I, I apologize for it being, but a very 
distant memory. No, that's okay. But it's literally because my brother and I, it was some weird car, Did you like police it? car chase game. And you're like looking. It's like what Grand Theft Auto, the very first one, you're like from yeah. above looking down or yeah. whatever. It was like that. Um, and I liked it. But then I don't know what happened to it. And and yeah, so then we got um, a Nintendo. What? Which Nintendo? We got the very first Nintendo. And then all the Nintendos, I think, after... Well, yeah. I feel like, yeah. Because then Super Nintendos... We stayed, We were a Nintendo family. That's cool. And um, my I have an older brother, so I would watch him play things like Rhaegar. Rhaegal? Rhaegal? You had told me about this. Not yeah. Rhaegar Targaryen. Jesus. No, but it sounds like it. Rhaegar? I don't know, baby. My brother would know. But he was talking about last time he was here. We would play. Tra- he would play Transylvania or Castlevania, Castlevania. Okay. Like the very first ones, and I would just watch and be like, um, mesmerized. Mesmerized. Like that was back when I could watch another person play the video game for hours. How old do you think you were? Four, five, wow. six. Okay. Um. Yeah. Because my brother is like six years older than me. So that's cool. Um, Nintendo, huh? Yeah. And then I got whatever Super Nintendo, whatever fucking Super Mario 3 and Yoshi's Island. And um, you love that. Yoshi's Island is hands down my very favorite video game. And also Super Mario 3. I played the shit out of that. And I mean, everybody I know knew at the time played the shit out of that and like replayed it on different platforms into adulthood it's awesome because it was a great game and it is a great um i yeah and i could fucking beat the hell out of that like right now and open up all the secret fucking worlds and fucking i'm not even kidding dude like i knew all that shit and like when we had like the first internet in our house like it'd be like how to fucking do this shit (laughs) (laughs) and it would like be on some black screen and like some horrible text thing would pop up and you'd be like okay got it up, up, down, down, whatever the flock. <laughs> left, right, right, left, right. Yep. That's awesome. My first video game experience was an arcade game, and it was Space Invaders. And I was... Is that the one where things are coming down? Yeah, and, yes. the aliens go left to right, and then they drop down. Yes. Bit, and you're on the bottom, like, shooting. Shooting, yes. So I was at a bowling alley, and I think, like, my mom worked, and I would, like, be left with the neighbor lady, and periodically they would go to the bowling alley and I remember we were up there and I looked and I saw the space invaders and I was like what the hell is this and it just blew my mind away because I, I I didn't play it but I looked at it and then I remember getting an Atari 2600 um, when I was a kid my mom got me one of those and man I loved the shit out of that and the the graphics were horrible I mean like oftentimes your character was a square um, but a lot of people might remember playing uh, Pitfall, which was awesome because you're an adventurer and you have to like. Are you a square? No, you're actually like a pick, very super pixelated like stick man with an Indiana Jones type outfit, and you do things like there's a like a you come to a screen where there's three alligators in a water. And you're on one side of the water, and then there's a swinging vine, and you have to time it and jump and catch the vine and swing across. And, and when you do it, it goes, da, 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 and then you jump off. You have to jump off just right. If you don't jump off, you land in the crocodiles and you die. So, I mean, like, there's all that kind of crap. And, so, yeah. That's some very early Donkey Kong mechanics. Early. I mean, prior <laughs> to Donkey Kong. No, I know, but like the whole swinging from yeah. the vine. Thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, for that's sure. That's a classic video game trope. 
is, yeah. you know, based on timing yep. and everything. Yep. I loved those. I things. was just playing L.A. Noir, and then you have to do that shit in a student scene. It's the worst, Ugh. and I hated it. I and I skipped it. Because you have to do it just right. Yeah, and it's like, why? I'm not playing this game to do this, <laughs> okay? Yeah, you're here to solve crimes. Not be Adventure Man. So, obviously, um, <laughs> times have changed, right? Uh, did you ever play games at an arcade? Did you ever play arcade games? Like the boxes, the consoles? Uh, go somewhere and play quarters, feed quarters into a machine? No? Your face says no? I mean, I mean, maybe if I was getting pizza someplace with okay. my parents. Okay. But, yeah, no, that was it. You didn't have... Did you... Do you remember arcades, though, where you grew up? Did they have those? They did, though. I don't think... I think I'm past an arcade age. Yeah. Well, when I was a kid... Nobody went anywhere to play video... You went to your friend's house to play video games. You didn't go to the mall to play video games. Well, people... When I was growing up, they had birthday parties. I mean, we had consoles, but they would also We had moved on to um, skating rinks for birthday parties. There you go. With video games in there. Yeah. I loved it. And it was all... Like, you would get a fistful of tokens and play all (gasps) the... I mean, I had birthdays at Chuck E. Cheese. That's, yeah. (laughs) Are those video games? Yeah. (coughs) People go to Chuck E. Cheese. My dad will tell a story to everybody he knows about me at Chuck E. Cheese. Why? What happened? Do you not want to tell the story? Um, it's, uh, he, I was like a little kid. And I was like, Daddy, I want to write that. It's so scary. Let me do it. And he picked me up and you put me in a chair that's bolted to the wall. I think I remember. And then you put some quarters in it. And it goes And then it goes in a circle on the wall. And he's just like staring at his kid like, is she okay? (laughs) Like she's really enjoying this. Was that fun? (laughs) (laughs) I remember. They still have that. Oh, my God. They still have that, I bet. You're like, wee. (laughs) That's awesome. I love Chuck E. Cheese. Only for the video games, but none of the games work. Chuck E. Cheese is terrifying. It's the thing of nightmares. Yeah. And I don't Video like it. And as an adult, I've taken my child there a few times and was grossed out and disappointed every single time. Oh, yeah. Even in a hoity-toity uh, city named the best city to live in in America multiple times. I went to their fucking Chuck E. Cheese with Which my child. Gross. And it's bullshit. Yeah, it's all gross. Okay? It's gross. None of the shit works. Nobody gives a shit about your kid. Um, the yeah. end. It's gross. <laughs> so there you go. Um, okay, so the answer is no. Um, also, and, the pizza is disgusting. Yeah, it is gross. <laughs> what is your favorite type of video game? Like, what now? Like, what kind do you like? Well, it is no secret that I play Grand Theft Auto all the time, which, who, by the way, tomorrow has a big, huge update, like the biggest update since the heist update. So this is a video game that came out years ago. Three years ago, five years, five ago. years ago, and they are still four years ago, four, four years ago, and they're still um, releasing it. updates like uh, regularly. Which and this I is a huge cool. one. And they do it, I mean, clearly for money's sake. And the updates are always like super expensive if you want to buy anything that's in, like new in the update, you know, and the way people um, usually afford those things in the game is to buy in-game money with real money. And so it's just a huge money generator yeah. for Rockstar games. Um, but so there's a lot of people that want to bitch and complain about that all the time. On the other hand, this is an old ass game that is so much fun. It's so fun. And ever, there's so many people on there playing constantly. And um, it's just the biggest world ever. So I guess I've always just liked really um, any game where I can go off and 
explore the, and the do your world. own thing has mm-hmm. always been just like amazing to me. And I grew up like as a teenager playing Grand Theft Auto with all the boys. Um, and they would also play wrestling games. It was either Grand Theft Auto or wrestling games. I fucking hate wrestling games. <laughs> like, why? Okay. Ugh. But didn't you, can you make your own character yes. like yourself or something? Yes. And you could pick what song came out. And I picked because it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I would lose. Okay. Because <laughs> I can't play those games. And I would I want to spend my entire time making my character sexy and amazing. But when you're playing with a bunch of boys, they don't have time for that. They're like, Kathy, take your turn or else we're kicking you out of this room right now. Yeah. I mean, you just can't have the fun you want to have. Fine, I'll just be a guy. So you, <laughs> with a mustache. <laughs> but you're keeping the song, okay? Um, so you like open world. I'm games. sorry. Yes, and I have a lo- I have a long history with Grand Theft Auto. You love it. Um, I like uh, I like shooting games. Like I guess I like third person shooters the most. But my favorite current game is Titanfall, which is a first-person shooter. But I like—I prefer it like when the camera's right behind you. Yeah, that's how Grand Theft Auto is. Yep, and I like that the most. But in Grand Theft Auto, you can switch to first-person. That's a huge thing because mm-hmm. it's a huge game. So to like change that years after the game, so, yeah, so you have to launched, look at everything in a different way. Yeah. It was amazing, and there are some people. For, first of all, okay, whatever. There are some people that play the game exclusively in, in first-person mm-hmm. with the map off. Um. Because it's like mega challenging and you have to like memorize Los Santos and all of that. Which is kind of cool. Which is amazing and it makes it a lot more fun, I feel like. Um, And yeah, there's just, anyway, continue. That's it. I like, yeah, I like all kinds of video games, but. You know what? I never have been into sports games at all. I mean, like there, there was a time when my nephew and I would play like hockey, ice hockey, only because it was just, it's fun. Like it's very fast and, you know. You can skate around and fucking shoot pucks at each other. But uh, I've never really got into that. I'm not really into driving games. I'm only into those shooting games. I love driving games. And did as a kid. You did? And that's the nice thing about Grand Theft Auto is that it's both. It's like every kind of game. It's like a war game. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. There's nuclear like warheads in this update coming out tomorrow, you guys. Anyway, you're very excited, but um, I am. I, I'm like going to download it like tomorrow, so that by the weekend, it's ready. So let me ask you a question. What? What are? What do you think about the new ways that people play video games now, like the virtual reality headsets and stuff like that? <laughs> Can I say something about sports games? Yeah, go ahead. So remember when like the Nintendo came out or whatever with the the yeah. mat mm-hmm. and you would like run yeah. and there's like the whole Olympic game. I mm-hmm. played that with my brother and then that came out with the bundle with the gun mm-hmm. where you'd play duck hunt. And I played that shit. I played the shit out of that. I loved that. Well, I did too. And we were, I had that too. Okay. Anyway, the Nintendo, the first Nintendo. Those are, yeah. Wii, and then the Wii. No, no, it's not a Wii. Oh, this was mean, back in the day oh. when you're a kid and no, I didn't play that. Yeah, this was a thing that you got with your Nintendo. Okay. You could get. Did it have a headset or something? No, 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 no. It was literally like a blank, like a twister, like twister on the ground. Yeah. And and it plugged in and it had like sensors where you put your feet. Wow. And you would like run. So that's like the first thing. Yes. And play like um, 
like uh, Olympics. Like, yeah, against like, your family members. That's awesome. And it was, yeah, it was the same one where the very first Super Mario Brothers. It's it was the same package. So you That's would buy awesome. it with the gun, the pad, the trackpad thing, or whatever. It's not a trackpad. Well, I know what you <laughs> but mean. But you play track on it, right? And um, track and field. And um, and then you'd have Super Mario, and then you'd have that game with all of that cartridge with all of the different dumb sports games and Duck Hunt. Okay, that's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that sounds pretty cool. All See, right. he's like that's during the time I didn't, I wasn't playing video games at all because my Nintendo sixty four Super Nintendo whatever story that traumatized me so hardcore. I didn't. I was like, well, this was before then. Was this was it? the first Nintendo. Okay. Well, then I so think well, of the first Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. Well, before my experience, I still wasn't playing games. I quit playing video games. So during your time when you're having a good time, I'm like scared of video games, I guess. Gotcha. But then I ventured out and got it and then realized I was super obsessed with them still. And I couldn't do it. Yeah. That's too bad. But the, all that time you're playing all these amazing games. Yeah. That so I didn't you, even know existed. Yeah, I guess not. Like I'm saying, I'm talking about something that everybody had. And I, yeah. I realize now you did not have the first Nintendo. No. I know what it looked like. Because when you went back and started playing games as an adult, we were past Nintendo. Yeah. We were on like Super Nintendo yeah. or whatever. I did not have Nintendo 64 ever. You didn't? No. Is that I one? got the one before Nintendo 64 and then and then that was our last console. And then there was like the Sega Genesis or something. Mm-hmm. Is that during that time too? Yes. Okay. I played those at my friend's house. Because I, I know my nephew had that. but yeah, Christina. <laughs> those games were dumb. First of all, yeah. I don't like Sonic. A lot of people do. Second of all, she would play the Lion King game constantly, which was kind of fun, and it had uh, great music. And then she would play some – she played Echo the Dolphin. Ugh, dumb. Were you just a dolphin? Yes. (laughs) And it had, like, esoteric music, and I would just be like, this game is boring. But I I will say this. (laughs) Fast forward from my time in Arizona. Christina better listen to my podcast. I hope so, too. When I'm in my late 30s, I got an Xbox, man. I remember, like, when the original Xbox came out, my nephew and I decided we're going to go fucking buy this thing. And we went to, like, four different stores and it was sold out everywhere. And we ended up finally finding, like, a Walmart. And then, anyway, we played Halo all night long and it was awesome. So, um, How about PlayStation? No, it that was at that time when yeah. I, I mean I had heard of like the PlayStation and I you know and I was like I, when I remember hearing PlayStation I thought is it a station like a cable channel is it a box that you use and you go to a channel is it a station and, like I didn't yeah, understand station. what the fuck it was so <laughs> um, anyway I, I I was the Xbox guy and I never did the PlayStation and but you know what if I had my way. And we had time, like we were saying earlier. I, I would have a PlayStation and an Xbox because yeah. there's supposed to be games on, on the PlayStation that you just can't play anywhere else that are awesome. I feel like as an adult, before I was married to you and stuff, I had like one boyfriend that had a PlayStation and played a lot of video games and I was completely not interested. I think, could you play Halo on PlayStation? Nope. Hmm. That's an Xbox exclusive. What was the thing you could play on it? What? That was like that. Uh, on Oh, on both? On PlayStation. I don't know. Anyway. Um, and then in my first marriage, I feel like no we didn't have diddly squat. But you didn't have time for that. You were a new mom and all that stuff. You're not going to play video games. Oh, well, you know what, though? I do remember my ex has been being like, 
if we get a thing, we're going to be a Wii family because, and I think he did get a Wii, um, a Nintendo family or whatever, because the games aren't violent. Yeah. And I was like, okay. I did that too. I mean, like I had an Xbox, but I also had a Wii because I introduced my son Miles to the Wii. And that was when they had the controllers. You can throw, Mm -hmm. you know, move around stuff. And he kind of got into it. And then he really got into it and he latched onto it. And now um, he got a switch. Now he has a switch of his own. And I got to tell you, that thing is unbelievable. Like, it's on another level. I really want to play it. I do, too. But we got to get a game. He's got Splatoon, We want a too. different game. Yeah, the one he's got is... It's Would it upset too, him if we played it? Oh, no. I don't know. He's asked me. He's like, do you want to play it? Do you play Splatoon? I'm like, I got to be honest with you. I don't like it. I mean, it's too We got to get another game. Let's get it. Okay. How about we Legend get a game Zelda. for Christmas? We're going to get Legend Either Zelda, Zelda or, the, or the Mario game. Yeah, I heard that uh, Super Mario Galaxy, Galaxy is supposed to be awesome. And I played Galaxy on the Wii, the original Wii. You guys, which one should we get? Let us know. Zelda or Mario? Mario or Zelda. First of all, David and I have never played a Zelda game. Never. Um, and I have read all the reviews on that game. And I mean, I understand that it's supposed to be fucking life-changing and incredible. Yeah, that's what people say. So. Link. Yeah. I don't know but anything about But then the other game is supposed to be really amazing, too. Yeah. So. The funny thing, here's the deal. We could actually get both because Miles has enough gift cards now where he could We're buy not a using game. his gift guard, guards. No, I know. But I mean, like, whatever one. He wants one of those games. So whatever one he gets, we'll just get the other one is what I'm oh. saying. So you can have them both. So there you Does go. Does he really want one of those games? Yeah, he really wants. Um, he wants Zelda. He also wanted a, a Mario game that had something. It was a mashup with Mario and some rabbit game. But it was more like a strategy game. I'm like, you don't want that, man. Mm-hmm. Those RPG games I'm not into. Like where it's like, oh, well, congratulations. You just earned 15,000 credits. Would you like to up your strength and dexterity? Yeah. Which is fine. And a lot of people like those. And that's fine. I'm just not into that. That is that what you call those games? That game with Leroy Jenkins? Yes, World of Warcraft. Jenkins, <laughs> which is awesome. So, what does that stand for? R- to me, that isn't that a fucking missile? RP what? RPG role playing games. RPG. Oh, but yeah, not a fucking rocket, rocket propelled grenade. That's no. what, okay. I was like, um, first of all, I have one of those yeah, in Los you Santos, and, and you have a motorcycle that can fly with it. <laughs> um, so I do have a motorcycle that can fly. Yeah, you do. In the up, in the update tomorrow, you guys, there's going to be a car that can fly and a car that goes underwater. So. What are you going to do? Is it the and same car? And it looks car? like the DeLorean. So. Can it do? Is it the same car? Can it do both? Um. Yeah, it looks like both because it looks like the same car. But no, you don't know yet if it's like something that you're going to be able to buy or if you just play it in a heist. And the heist looks big. And the other thing that's awesome with it. Oh, oh my God, jetpacks. Okay, and. Well, tell us about the secret history of jetpacks in this game. Okay, so this when this game came out, um, it's huge. It's like the biggest uh, open world, like by far, except for maybe Link now. I don't know. <laughs> and um, uh, it has like a mountain system, and there is this mountain called Mount Chiliad, and there's just a lot of weird like hieroglyphics and etchings and like different weird tunnels that are sealed off that you don't have access to and weird lore in the game that made it really, really seem like if you got inside this mountain, 
which, by the way, on the very top of it has a nude uh, cult of elderly people, <laughs> elderly men that all live up there. It's hilarious. This is the best game you'll ever play in your life. Anyway, um, but somewhere in there is a, uh, you know, jetpack. Because in an earlier, you know, there have been many Grand Theft Autos. There was a jetpack um, in the fort and you could break in and get it. And the fort is right off of the fucking mountain system. Anyway, it became like a subreddit on Reddit that was called Chiliad Mystery, I think. And people were like losing their minds trying to crack this mystery and break into this mountain and find the secret jetpack. And Rockstar is so evil. They put all sorts of like eggs in there that would just really make you think that this is a possibility. But it's not. So anyway, it's always been about a jetpack. And now with this update, Years later, Jet after pack. the first game comes out, they release the trailer for this update tomorrow, and you see the characters flying off in a jetpack, and it was just like a huge, like, we know what you guys have been talking about for years. So here you go. Here, finally. How much do you think it's going to cost? I don't think you'll be able to buy it. I think you it's going to be in the heist. You got to buy it. Somehow. Oh, that sure would be awesome if you could. But, um... Uh, that's all. Well, that's cool. Your so, game yeah. is awesome. And it I, is so huge. And, and the thing that I've always said is like, you know, yeah, like we said earlier, <laughs> you bought it like four years ago or whatever, and it was $60, okay? And we bought it on the Xbox 360, which we used to have, and then we had to rebuy it for the new Xbox and then import all your data, but essentially- and my character was the same. But, 60 bucks on all these years worth of fun. And people play this game in so many different ways. Like, you don't have to play it in the way that they- have made it available to you. And so I follow threads on um, subreddits where there's like different cruise cruises. Um, so people are really into the car aspect because all of the cars are recreations of like real cars. Right. And so people like want to get all the cars and like, then you can mod them in different ways. And there's different shops where you can mod them in the game, like different ways you can mod them per shop and stuff. Um, so there are people that will like specifically as their hobby only recreate as in as best detail as they can real cars and then have like whole YouTube channels of their recreations like juxtaposed with the real vehicle. And like that's just like one tiny niche that people are into. And then other people are into, like I said, like only playing with in first person with a map off. And then um, other people are really into cruise culture where you have private servers uh, where people join and all you do is cruise around in your cars and um, every cruise is a different theme and you bring your different car for that. And there's like a whole motorcycle club culture, like biker culture. Um, it's just drive around. It's unreal. It's <clears throat> uh, there's it's a cool. whole bunch of shit you can do with this game. It's cool. It's the best game. Okay. Anyway. So, okay. <laughs> so what, New game technology that you've seen, are you interested in trying? I just want to steal your son's Switch. That's it? Yeah, because isn't that like 3D or something and confusing for the, the elderly brain? Yes. Um, so the Switch is... I think that's a big enough jump for me. It's motion controlled. So like when you hold it and you look at the screen, if you raise it up, you look up. It's like those 360 degree virtual cameras that I hate you those see. Things. Yeah, me too. So So I have to move all over the place? While you're moving with your thumb controllers, you have to hold it level or like if you want to look up, you have to angle it up. 
like you know and like left right while all while you're running around now you don't have to do it that way but i mean like that's it's supposed to be played that way yeah and that extra element it just messes my brain it makes me like i that's the one too many things i can't do so you just gotta do it i know so anyway, um, what do you think about virtual reality headsets and junk like that? Is that something that you'd be interested in trying ever? Or does it, do you look at it and you're like, this thing is dumb and I don't want to have anything to do with it? No, I'm 1000% like, let's try the new thing. And if you could ever like wait for the second right yeah. iteration of the new thing, isn't that the rule? It's a little better. Yeah. Well, I think like that's where they are with those VR headsets. That's what now. I think too. Like they're not worth it yeah. so right now yeah unless you have from what i've seen yeah i mean like when you look at those jankity videos where someone puts on their their arms are like <laughs> you know like they're like i'm gonna it. grab this bottle and then it's like K-ching. but i do like the videos where people wear those headsets and they're playing and then they run into their tvs and destroy their tvs <laughs> oh my god um so yeah i'm not ready for that yet and uh i'm I've always been a little bit nervous about virtual reality anyway so i'm finding oh well i'm so into that kind of stuff let me ask you one more question. Let's hear it. So do you see yourself playing video games for the rest of your life? Uh, uh, yes. Good. Absolutely. And I would assume, I mean, I can't even imagine what video games are going to be like when my kids are all off in college and oh. gone out of my hair. But dang, I am planning on playing them. Will you get them for me, please? I will. Will you let me, will you ease my um trouble, troubled heart? Yeah. My empty nest? Yes. You know? Yeah. Can you believe that someday that's going to happen? Yeah. I just can't believe it, you guys. Let's not think about it right now. I don't want... I, I I, don't know. I think it's a sign of maturity that, like, I can think about it without wanting to vomit. That they're going to move out and go do their own thing? Yeah, that they're going to be adults. But I always picture... I mean, like, here's the one thing that I look forward to is that they'll all come home and of they'll course all they come will. see us, when, like, for the holidays and junk. And I think that that'll make it even extra better. It'll also make me cry more. Because then my little girl will leave and be gone. And I'll be like, I guess I'll see you next month or six months or something. No. that's. Mm. I guess that's how I am with my parents. See, I want our kids to go to college in Colorado. (laughs) Oh, my God. No. Nobody's paying for shit. going on in days grow i need to learn how to sing that in another language oh that would be cool once you figure that someone out someone send me the go huh like send it to us yeah hey you know here's a little thing i want to push right now which okay. if anybody's listening if you are a musician and mm-hmm. you make music you hear the kind of music we have on this podcast if you're one of those people who make music and you want to have your mu- be our musician and write songs and send us music to have like during the in between segments. We would love to chat with and you and we'll credit the shit out of you. Absolutely, and talk about you yeah. and send people your way. Absolutely. So all you got to do <laughs> is send whatever. Like if you want to open up that conversation, send an email to me, David at thestonermom.com, and let's go. All right, moving on. Moving on to Dave's Grow. Okay, well, it's been an exciting week in Dave's Grow, and I'll tell you why. Why? Because um, I put a scrog up in both my tents. So I have, if for those of you who don't know, I have two tents going right now. 
I've partnered with Black Dog LED, a Boulder company. Who makes the <laughs> who makes the best? That doesn't mean anything. I know. I just think that it's cool that they're local. Colorado, um, Colorado company. Um, they make the best LED grow lights. Period. They make the best grow lights. Period. And some of you might not agree with that, but I don't care. You're wrong. So anyway, <laughs> um, in I'm in two of my tents. One tent I busted out an old scrog that I made uh, out of PVC tube and string. <laughs> And I cut it down to fit in my new tent and built some legs that are a little higher. And I put that in there and uh, it worked, fits perfectly, looks perfect, is awesome. But here's something I learned. Sorry. The the intense uh, photons, the intense light of the LED from the black dog will eventually eat the PVC piping. So I'm going to have to like. What? Yes. It'll degrade the plastic. Uh, on the PVC, so I have to wrap it up with duct tape or some shit so it protects it. Isn't that crazy? But it surprises me about PV- PVC. Mm-hmm. Well, PVC and ultraviolet light don't mix, I guess. So anyway, um, I put the scrog in there, and man, it I did it just at the right time because these beautiful plants are growing so huge, and I put it right on top, and I they huge. Huge. So I folded them down under the canopy, under the netting, and they look beautiful. And then my other tent, I did something different. I bought a trellis, which is just basically like a rope net. Um, and I attached it to all four corners of the poles, but it wasn't strong enough. So I took some bamboo and I attached it to the sides. So I made kind of like a square net. So we'll see which scrog does better. Um, but both tents have scrogs going on and they're looking beautiful and amazing and gigantic and i'm very excited for the weed that's going to come out of this both these harvests because if 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 my heart is telling me the right thing and these lights and these nutrients are so good you're going to be set with the kind of weed that you need for a very long time wow what strains uh the first one is sour lemon haze which is a straight up sativa i got four of those plants going in one tent and the other ten, I got mm. sour lemon haze, Chewbacca, um, and then two. Other- <laughs> I can't do it. Um, I don't remember what the other strains were, but they're all in. They're all sativas, all of them. Thank you. So they're going to be good. You're going to love it. Do you love me? I do. Okay, and that's pretty much it. That's what's going on. I I did cut down all my greenhouse stuff, and it's been curing, and you're smoking it now. Then it's great. I'm glad you. You liked talked it. a lot of mess about it, but it sure gets me high. <laughs> well, I'm glad, and it gets me. Um, I just love this strain, Gorilla Glue. It's the best. I like it a lot, too. I just got to decide if next year if I'm going to do it again or if I'm just going to make the greenhouse and do it back to the veggie world. So anyway, that's what's going on in Dave's Grow. That's what's going on in Dave's Grow. It should be vegetables. Yes. to start collecting water if it ever fucking falls from the heavens i know it's been it's december 11th we've had one snow and it was like not even real i don't even remember when that was it was it was not in december i don't don't, know absolutely not it was like in october probably i don't know but it was one of those dumb like i'm gonna snow and then i'm gonna melt entirely the next day it's gonna be 70 degrees yeah and i'm gonna make your dog all excited and then i'm gonna fucking shit on his soul yeah with no snow. And sun. Yeah. It's hot. 
Enjoy yeah. your winter coat that you put on for no reason. Yeah, well, here we are again with another 60-degree day in Colorado. A 60-degree week. Yeah. Okay, so I don't know what's going on. Ugh. Will there be a white Christmas? No! <laughs> Will there ever be a white Christmas again? We no. need to move up into the mountains. I guess you're right. Well, I can't because I have to stay in the school district. Yeah, I know. I can't move either. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> there we go. We're stuck. <laughs> okay, should I end this yeah. podcast Yeah, now? let's it. Um, so now it's 12 o'clock and, you know, this is a, a day with children and shit, so we can't, like... Dilly dally. Go sleep or watch the crown for eight hours or whatever, yeah. like like Saturday. So I think I have to make a grocery list for my husband. Mm-hmm. Um, that worked out well last time. Yeah. Well, because I was doing the housework um, and our house is not terrible this week. Thank God. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I didn't leave my bedroom for no. the entire weekend. Damn you, crown. <laughs> <laughs> um... So, yeah, I guess I just need to, we need to, you need to take that up and I need to start transitioning into mom mode for when it's time to go get them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And get some food up in this house. I'm just going to make some stir fry tonight. Make yeah. it easy. Make it easy. Uh-huh. Make my kids bathe. Yeah. Make them do homework. Yes. And all that. So, yeah, you're going to make a list for me. Yep. And I'm gonna. I gotta take up my daughter's toys that are strewn about um, from her birthday. Yeah. Oh, we we gotta finish those ornaments for Lizzie too, this week, so she can sell them mm. at the holiday market. Nice. They're made out of salt dough clay. Very nice. Okay. Okay. So mom and dad are stoned. Um, mom and dad are stoned is made by us, David and Catherine. <clears throat> You can learn more about us at thestonermom.com. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. Um, follow David on Instagram at CO Weed Grower. Follow me everywhere at The Stoner Mom. Remember, we are much more than a podcast. We have a whole ass website with all sorts of shit on there. So go check us out. Follow us on social media but not on Facebook and what what we do have some new reviews on iTunes that I need to read oh no are okay. they bad no not at all <laughs> they're never bad oh my god I'm scared okay listen <clears throat> and you'll recognize one of these are you ready okay um, why is it you okay no 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 <laughs> okay 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 oh my god I finally reviewed by illegal stoner mom oh okay Got it. So even though I don't use iTunes one bit, I love this pod so much, I wanted to give some shiny stars to my cannabis mentors. Thank you. I wonder who that is. I know who it is. I do too. Next one is, I'm obsessed by OG Hot Mess. I love how wholesome they are about cannabis. OG Hot Mess? Yeah. I need to know who you are. I love how wholesome they are Faye about Resnick. cannabis <laughs> and not overbearing about their enjoyment of it. So great hearing such a great example of love, respect, and a relationship. The ins and outs of consumption without all the ego. Oh, nice. Thank you. Thank you. I want to hear more about this ego. Um, let me just say I love you, David. I'm sorry if I was hard on you in any podcast recently. Oh, we weren't. And I love you. I make it, I make my attitude very worth his while. You do. Just so you know. And it's fun because it, you get all feisty and stuff. It's and he likes that. Because you're a feisty one. I'm a feisty one. All right. Well, that's it for this week's edition. Oh, do you want to hear some? Do you want to hear a, 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 you want to hear an Ask the Stoner Mom 
five star review? Why are you smiling? It's funny. It's okay. <laughs> okay, from Asa Stoner Mom. The phone line works by illegal stoner. <laughs> it's not so good for impatient or nervous callers. That was six rings before it picks up. That makes no sense. But that's the limitation set by the provider. Anyway, I've heard my voice and <laughs> questions as many times as I called. So call, she says. Thank you. It's true. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I want to know about everyone's funny. anxiety attacks that they're having when they're calling these six rings are just too many rings. I guess it's like because they think someone's going to actually pick up and be like, what? You call on the wrong number. Why do you call all the time? I think so, too. That's what I would think. Yeah, but that's not the case. We can't do anything about it. But anyway. I wonder why they do that. The thing, the place. The... I don't know. You can't change the number of rings unless you put it on your actual freaking phone, which no thanks because... I don't want my phone ringing. My phone off the gets hook. enough bullshit calls yeah. from fucking robots. So robots trying to tell you that the IRS is going to send the cops to come and get you. <laughs> <laughs> if you do not respond, the cops will arrest you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. God, I hope those cops don't come arrest us. All right. Bye. That was our podcast. Yes. Enjoy. <laughs> we hope that you enjoyed this episode of. We'll be back with another episode next week, probably. So, until then, be safe, be responsible with your cannabis use, always be kind, and smoke weed as often as you damn well please. Bye. Bye.